<laughs> of course. All right. So uh, this is uh, Troll Nation. My name is uh, Carl Allen. And I'm Eric Charles. And uh, this is uh, our first episode here. I don't really know what we're doing yet. No, nope, we'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yeah, so uh, so what did you do when you got home today? <laughs> uh, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? That was what like an I hour do? ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I turn on the news. I sit there watching all this ridiculousness that's going on back in our good country. Oh, yeah, we failed to tell you that we are actually two individuals who are located overseas. It's a good thing because it gives us the opportunity to view our great country from afar. But in doing so, it definitely frustrates me from time yeah. to time. Especially when you got to deal with like the drivers out here. <laughs> People that you know say they, they don't speak English, but you know they do. And then they try to hit you with that American rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or hand hand gestures and uh, chest bumps and all that stuff. That's just the extent of it. It's not like you got to worry about Pookie. You know who Pookie is. And like that getting in your face or jumping out the car and telling you what street he's from and uh, trying to get on you. But um, it's still pretty fun out here. So, yeah. uh, I mean, we've discussed this in the past and you know, I like it out here. It's cool. Uh, everything's local. You can travel pretty much anywhere you want within a couple hours, different country. But the same time the conveniences in america are are much better than out here i mean i hate you know having to go to a place not being able to pay with my damn card as opposed to in america you know any store you go to you can pay with your, your debit card or credit that, card that is true they are kind of behind us you know it's a little different you know, the car thing is one of the least of my problems uh it's uh i don't know it's a nice place to be I mean, being black is a good thing over here. I know you probably guys, you can figure that out from the Pookie reference. Uh, I don't have too many white friends that refer back to Pookie. But uh, it's a good deal. It is a good deal being out here. Uh, Lovely culture. Great food. People aren't getting shot every day out here. No, not every day. No, no, no. no. I mean, there's uh, there's less terrorist attacks here than, you know, what's going on back in uh, California or... yeah. Back in the States period, I actually saw on the news today talking about that Freddie Gray case and stuff. It just gets me going. <laughs> just gets me going. But that's, we'll talk about that later on in a second. But anyway, so I got home, checking out the news. Got to see this headline to say Donald Trump was endorsed by President Putin of Russia. I don't think it said endorsed. You know I what? think endorsement has to go do with like... Putin like giving money to Trump or something, but well, damn it, I just used endorse, but it was close to it. All <laughs> I'm saying, he had good things to say. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, is it like the enemy of my enemy is my frenemy, or how the heck does that work out exactly? I I don't. I think Donald Trump sees things in a you know perspective of business, and that's something that you know we I don't think we've done too well with Russia in the past, so. There's money to be made there, and Putin sees it, and Trump sees it. I don't know why, you know, our current leader has so much, you know, frustration and animosity towards Putin. But oh, so you don't want to say his name? You just want to say our, our current leader, huh? Okay. O- Obama, Barack o- Obama. Listen, is that what you want me to say? Listen, that name is weird. Listen, <laughs> all I'm saying is I don't even trust a man, a billionaire that refers to a certain race of people as the when they say the the blacks love me the mexicans love me <laughs> i have a problem with that to begin with but why right. but why i mean the people love him regardless also oh, now you're saying the people all <laughs> oh, the people so i guess you can kind of figure out what his uh ethnicity is as well i'm mixed 
I'm I'm each one of those people that mm. Trump talked about. Yeah. But anyway, I don't like it regardless. I mean, I sit here and hear all this nonsense with him talking about all this banned Muslims and all these different things. And I'm like, I believe that's happened sometime in history before. It may have included, I won't say cages, but wires and tents and all these other things. Back during World War II with our Japanese brethren. And then we're not even going to tap all the way a couple hundred years prior to that. But it just makes no sense. It just seems like a repetitive cycle. I think it creates division and it creates problems for our country. I know some people uh, think that, you know, Trump says, you know, let's kick all Muslims back out of our country and, and, you know, close the borders, which is true to some extent. I know he did want to close the borders for a while until we get our, our shit straight. But the whole, you know, misconception of him saying all Muslims go home is, I think, is taken out of hand. I think what he meant was that we stop letting Muslims in from countries that hate us, that want to kill Americans, and we focus on our issues that we're experiencing now. I think he meant what he meant. The same <laughs> way that he meant when he said, let's just build a big wall that goes from yeah. <laughs> Arizona all the way to wherever it's supposed to end up at. It just makes no sense to me. When that's not even a big problem. You don't see too many Mexicans swimming across the Rio Grande. You see them digging tunnels. They're digging tunnels and they use in other areas in order to get into the country. But it makes no sense. It makes no sense. That kind of ideology is what divides us. It's the kind of deal that leads to people spray painting churches and everything like that. And it confuses me because I'm like, all right, you believe in God. I believe in God, Jesus, so on and so forth. I don't think Jesus wants us to discriminate against anyone. We're supposed to be all created equal, right? And that's a problem. When you do that, you install hate, you install fear, and then there's backlash, and then there's isolated incidents. Do you feel like we're equal? Do I feel like I'm equal? <laughs> I think I'm equal to you, but I also think when, when our founding fathers was like, all men are created equal. <laughs> See, now this is what everybody said. wants to do. They want to talk about founding fathers. All men are created okay. equal. Wink, wink. But if we go, I mean, like everybody wants to refer to our, our founding fathers, but then when we talk about you know, current uh, constitutional rights. So like, oh, well, those, you know, rights were made back in the day and everything. So, I mean, what do we choose to believe? Where's the line at where we say, okay, you know, this is what, you know, like you said, our founding fathers wanted. Man, fuck those guys. You know what else <laughs> I got to say? Fuck George Washington, too, because he was one of the big, biggest slave drivers. If you really think about it, like, oh, George Washington was the pioneer that, man, he was actually a traitor. He actually betrayed his own fucking country. That's why he had a horrible death. It is what it is. I'm sorry. I said it. <laughs> fuck him and fuck all those guys that had that ideology. And then I'll come across people and they're like, oh, well, I guess that was just the norm back then. I'm like, what do you mean? That was a norm to have slaves. So I'm just supposed to have a fucking slave now. But that, that's because that's what it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to have someone clean in my house for a dollar seventy an hour just because they, I mean, they're immigrants. No, it makes no sense. It ma absolutely makes no sense. We have to evolve. We put ourselves on this on these pedestals. As we have a black president. <laughs> We've evolved. Oh, oh. What, what does that mean? So we made it? You know, I actually had a guy tell me that. I actually had a guy who was like, oh, I thought when there was a black president that everything was going to be okay. But now I see the way the country is. I don't ever think there would be another black president. I'm like, that has to be the dumbest shit I think I ever heard in my entire life. Having a black president does did not equate to peace on, you know, peace, I should say. But or it it would have never happened 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when situations like with color were still a bigger issue than they are today. In the States, I in agree. In the States. I agree. And so, like I said, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there was a 
plenty of good white people out there that voted for him. I always say all the time, every black, Mexican, Indian, Native American, Dot and Feather, I should say, that was together to be saying kumbaya to bring this man to office, and we still would have lost by a landslide. Still. So there was a lot of good white people that brought him in. I, I'm okay with that, you know, but still, I believe what they said, the estimated um, amount of hate groups in America is about, give or take, 700. That's still a problem. It's still a problem. There's like 300 million people in the States. 700. No, 700 hate groups, not 700 people. I know, I'm but I'm saying, saying that, I mean, I, I can't see those groups having like thousands of followings, you know? So. Fuck George seven. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cracker not gonna do this I love my white people don't worry about it I love my white people yeah we're not racist not at all no you know I, I don't see color I don't see color at all I have a you know you've known me for a couple of years now I have a multicultural family not gonna go in depth on that unless they piss me off and I'll single them out but uh, I have a multicultural family and uh, I never ever see color and sometimes it's been to my detriment because I've always interacted with people and thought we were on the same playing field, but I always had to stay within my lane. I would always have to articulate a certain way and be a certain way in order for them to be comfortable. Soon as I step outside that box and I revert back to the south side of Chicago, <laughs> then all of a sudden we have a problem. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, being over here in Europe, it's not the same way. They're more fascinated with us. Plenty of places that I go to, they want to come up to you. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm equal here. I mean, <laughs> well, you're, you're, yeah, you're a little, you know, just tan, man. Just brown it up a little bit, you know, and you'll be fine. Yeah. They probably think you're one of them. That's why they, they uh, do. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know. But it, it's okay. I like blending in with the, with the environment. What? <laughs> with the environment? <laughs> you know, with the culture, I like blending in with the people. I like, uh, I don't really care to, you know, stand out, which is, you know, ironic because we're making this, you know, podcast and listen, people are going to listen to it i take advantage of every opportunity damn it i like to stand out i'm doing it for those who come before me and those who come after <laughs> you're just an you attention know. whore that's what hey, it is i am a black man hear me roar all that stuff within legal limits because i am married and and she will uh beat that ass if i step out of line so yeah. that's all right but um yeah, man. So it's a, it's a good experience being over here. It definitely is. But there's a lot of topics that we want to go over, a lot of topics we want to talk about, and uh, something that we discuss daily. And be like, you know what? I got tired of posting all this stuff on Facebook, different points about different yeah. issues. I mean, we have these discussions like every day to and from work, and it's, it's something that we should have been, you know, recording and getting feedback from, you know, other people that yep. might be thinking the same thing or might be wanting to know the uh, the same thing that we want to know or the reasons behind why? certain issues. Why? And yeah, I, like, why. there's a lot of whys out there. And I have a lot of opinions. Ever since I stepped outside of my city and I've traveled the globe, I've lived in five, six different countries. It's, you know, opened my mind to so many different things and so many different perspectives and even just talking to other people. Like, I'm not all on this pro-black thing and whitey's a devil. I'm not all about that stuff. I think there's a lot of issues that need to be handled internally. And uh, I want to address those things on a, on a global platform, not just through social media. I'm tired of incidents happening within my community and people are like, we got to do better, y'all. That ain't solving yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. It's not solving one no. damn thing. What can we do? Identify those problems and go forward from there. Yeah, I think discussions you know, are the best way to do it because, like you said, you get people to start thinking. You get them to kind of expand and go out of their box or their comfort zone. And, you know, hopefully if you're if you're having discussions with, you know, open minded people, they're not just going to shut you down and stick, you know, firmly to what they believe in. They're going to they're going to have, an, you know, an argument or they're going to have a discussion and, and talk about why they believe in this and 
you know, hopefully at the end of the conversation, you guys can come to some like uh, level ground where you kind of agree to disagree or maybe respect the conclusion. Yeah. 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 You'll always have that one percent. You always have that that one percent is just I'm hardcore. I met this one guy one day. I'm a hardcore Republican because my dad is a hardcore Republican. I said, so you're a follower. That's what you're telling me right now. On the other side of the spectrum, I met this older lady. My mom always taught me to respect my elders. She told me one day, as long as President Barack Obama is voted in office, I can die a happy woman. I said, with all due respect, man, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. He could be Satan himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. is. What you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah? She was going to tell me, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I say Satan himself. No, that's not what I'm <laughs> no, saying. No, I'm I mean, saying he could be. And you just going to vote for I mean, him people, yeah, there were so many people I knew. You know, going around Facebook saying, "Oh, I'm gonna vote for Obama because he's black." Like they didn't even know what his what he was standing for, or what he wanted to do, or change, or his his platform. They didn't understand anything. They're just like, "Yeah, I'm going to vote today because he's black," and they take pictures and selfies or whatever, and they be like, "Yeah, voted for Obama." Here's, here's the thing that gets me: Why are all why do I don't say all? I will never say all, but why do white people or and or mixed people always want to hone in on? African-American problems. Why is that? African, black people, we don't hone in. We don't even say, you know what, here's what white people should be doing. It seems like everyone always focusing on what we should be doing and trying to fix our problems when it's something internally that needs to be done or needs to be addressed. I think Why it's, is that? It's a cultural. I mean, everybody, every... Everybody has their problems. <laughs> I can't answer why, you know, white people... Yeah, that. it's like holding in on stereotypes. If I wear a hoodie, I put on a hoodie. I was out Thanksgiving with some friends, and I walk in the door like, "Oh, I thought you were a, a gangster." I'm like, "Why can't I fucking be Mark Zuckerberg? He wears hoodies <laughs> as well. Why is that? Why do we always have to refer to these negative connotations and stereotypes?" I mean, you I don't, know? I don't really like anybody that walks into anywhere I'm at with a hoodie, white or black. Or see how that see how that ties back. <laughs> anybody, <I don't> <laughs> anybody that walks in with a hoodie, I really I'm just like, oh, I'm just wait saying, a second. and I don't wear a hoodie because I have suits and stuff as well. That yeah, I, we're both know, wearing hoodies right now. We are both wearing hoodies right now. That is nice. But we don't have the hoods up. You know, we're we're not out in public in some liquor store. With no, our- we're in a studio. That's a, wait, why we got to be? See, why we got to be out in public at the liquor store? <laughs> why does it have to be that way? Why can't we be at a damn because library or something reading a novel on Rosetta Stone, learning learning a foreign language? When's the why last can't we time you've been to a library? <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> Listen, that's beside the point. All right, that is beside the point. But uh, it makes no sense. I'm tired of these negative connotations. You know, yeah, and I think that that's like the general consensus now. Everybody's getting tired of it, but we still feed off of the uh, the media. People still they know that they're getting bullshitted. They know that this is all you know part of a particular agenda. You know, whatever media outlet you're watching, but people still watch it and they still buy in. They still let it become such a personal issue that they speak out about something that they don't even truly believe in. That's yeah. what I see. Yeah, but that's where you got the social media trolls. Shout out to Troll Nation out there. Yeah. You like this podcast? Holler at us. We haven't troll done Nation. much trolling, though. We haven't. Not, oh, not yet. Oh, not it's yet. coming. Baby, it is coming. Yeah. Actually, I call you baby, by the way. No, yeah. No I H. wouldn't accept that. You know, we would end this <laughs> and go go somewhere. Yes. <laughs> uh, wait, no. <laughs> no. But uh, it's coming. You know, and I just, it's one of those things. Like, I was talking today. I was on my Facebook page. You were talking on your Facebook page. Yeah, like, that's what I do. I talk you on type? my Facebook page. Yeah, talking with my with my letters. You're man. messaging. That's how I roll. You're Same talking thing. with your letters. Same thing. It's messaging. Anyway, I was on Facebook. I got to thinking. I'm like, oh, you know, you got... GOP, everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to back this individual. I'm going to back this individual. I like the neurosurgeon. I like Ron Paul. I like 
Ted Cruz. And I'm like, wait a minute. Rand Paul? That dude. And I'm like, the Canadian? Wait a minute. And I'm sitting here t- thinking about it. I'm like, he's from Canada. He was born in Canada, right? So how can he run for president? And people are like, no, 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 no. It's okay. His uh, mother was born in the U.S. So mm-hmm. me being the person I am, I like to get a rise out of people with factual information. I'm like, wasn't President Barack Hussein Obama <laughs> born in the U.S.? No, no, no. He was, born in, he was born in this and he's a Muslim. Excuse my accent, but you know the kind of people I talk to. And I'm like, where was his mother born? Crickets. And then I feel this little piece of serenity when I get through their head because I can see the light bulb clicking in their head. And then I feel better about myself. So you always have that double standard, realizing what people, they're going to believe what they want to believe. They're going to listen to what they want to listen to. And it pisses me off because we should be 2015 going into 2016. That's the least of our problems. Yeah, definitely. Um, Well, you know, Ted Cruz might be the most peaceful president we might ever have. Yeah, he's better than George Washington. Fuck George Washington. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think George Washington <laughs> was from Canada. <laughs> He's from England. He's from England. But um, did Canada even exist back then? No. Canada. I love Canada. I love Canada. I really do. Yeah, it's, it, it's really cold. We blame them for all our weather in Chicago. They have really good maple syrup. You went to Canada for damn maple syrup? Are you kidding me? All right. That's cool. Maybe nah, something I, mean, I can check out. I was there, and it just happened to find its way. But Ma- um, Okay. Um. Yeah, I like Rand Paul. Rand Paul came off pretty good in the uh, the GOP debate. What a couple days ago, two days ago. Yeah. And he started off strong, but it sucks because I don't think he he you know he's he doesn't have a real strong chance. It's all about the money, um, baby. It is Rubio came money. off pretty good. That's my man right there, Rubio. He's good, not because he's yeah. ethnic, but kind of because he's ethnic. <laughs> and let me just clear this up right here. I'm tired of people. Once again, we always have to attach some kind of. Not sticking up, but something to these individuals. Like, oh, you got Ted Cruz, he's from Canada, and Rubio's from Cuba. Who cares? He's not from Cuba. He's definitely from Miami. People are focusing on the wrong things here. Who cares where they're from? They're Americans, right? You try to divide. Divide this yeah. You'd be like, oh, he's a Cuban American. No, he's an American American. He's American, yes. That's where he's from. So and it, and it shouldn't matter. I mean, America is the what the, the cultural melting pot of the world. Everybody comes here from everywhere. That's what our country You're is not from gonna America. find that there's gonna be a hundred percent Caucasian dude that's running for president. I agree. I mean, everybody at some points, you know, running now is mixed. I agree. That's the way it should be. Except for maybe Jeff Bush. Man, I hate his face. I hate, yeah. Every time he talks, I just I see a bush punch something, and not the kind that I like. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you like? <laughs> Drop it. But anyway, I do. I mean, yeah. I see his face, and I see his 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 brother, and you know, his father was pretty cool. I gotta give it to I gotta give it to older Bush. He's he's a cool dude. <laughs> older Bush. Yeah, he he was. You good. give it to older Bush. Yeah. What? Really? <laughs> no, please. Either way. <laughs> That's why he kind of tried to separate himself and just put in Jeb, Jeb 2016 or 2017. But I don't think he has a chance. Either. Yeah, neither does Chris Christie. Cause ah, Chris Christie. Every time he talks, like I just, I hate life. I'm just like this. This dude doesn't even believe in what he's saying. He's just talking because he's got, you know, he's got the light on him right now. What he has is that uh, Taft look to himself he's a big guy now i'm not not discriminating against big people i'm all you know it's fine that's what you want to look like but he is kind of unhealthy and we're going to need somebody who's going to be fit and healthy to get us through this next eight years because people in my humble opinion we are headed towards war again these crazy radical dudes out there waving black flags they don't don't care i mean they they don't don't i mean 
I think, you know, well, this goes deeper. I mean, we can get into this another another day. But, you know, all this us changing our policies because of things that go on with the Islamic State, you know, that's where I think they're winning the most, you know. And it's like, okay, now we want to take all these, you know, Syrian refugees in. And I really don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I lost no, it. It's true. I mean, it's true. I mean, it, it's, I don't know. It's, it's. It's one of those. But I mean, things. that's what they want to see. They want to see. They want to see that they're affecting our policy. That are that they're changing us because that's where they win. They is in is in Islamic State. Oh, you know yeah, when they guys. when they you know. No, it's attack. all about it's all about intimidation. It's all about intimidation. It's all about and you know it's one of those things. You know, um, I I lived in the East Coast and I remember distinctly remember September 11th and I remember after the incidents occurred, um, I was actually in the military once upon a time. I remember and, September 12th. Man, you were like 12 during September 12th. It's my dad's birthday. There we go. So I, I remember walking in Walmart September 12th, and I will never forget this Muslim couple were walking through, and they had their, their traditional dress on, and you could hear a pin drop in this entire Walmart. Everyone staring at them. Black, white, it doesn't matter. They were all staring at them. I'm like, they didn't commit the attack. Like a pin from a grenade? <laughs> You have to clarify. I didn't mean to laugh at that. That's <laughs> just terrible. That is terrible. But I, you could really hear a pin drop, a writing utensil drop on the ground, and it was bad. They should have waited to go to Walmart to like Why? Friday. Why? This is America. We have all ethnicities. It doesn't matter what ethnicities and religions and backgrounds there. That's what makes us so strong. That's what makes us so powerful. Yeah. You know, you, you talk about somebody who I had a friend of mine who was, he said one of the craziest things for him. He was deployed. And uh, he was in Afghanistan for a while, and he was telling me, like, imagine being in Afghanistan when you're deployed, and everyone wants to kill you, and then you transition to, like, Kuwait, and people tolerate you, because, you know, we kind of helped Kuwait when uh, Saddam tried to invade and everything. Yeah. And then you get to Dubai or something like that, and everyone's your friend. Yeah. And then you want to go get your hair cut. That's what he wound up doing. He told me he got his hair cut, and you got this guy saying, hey, brother, brother, come to me. And he's shaving they the said guy's brother? beard. It was a different word. Yeah, with the with the, with the the ER, not an A. They don't quite have that down there. Oh. But um, I'm like, well, so what happened? He was like, yeah, I went to go get my my beard shaved, and the guy had this sharp razor to my neck. And it was like, uh, should I react yeah. or should I... No, because like these that. are different people. Yeah, but there's different always that one that's just like he might be pretending. That's anywhere because that's you because you're from California. But he'd be that one. He'd be that one. The guy that's like, yeah, I'm gonna be a barber. He'd I'm gonna wait that... for some like, clueless American to come. I'm like, hey, buddy, buddy. Okay, let's see now your profile. Now that's you're not... being like them. I'm just thinking to... of the possibilities. Oh. I'm thinking that. Well, it wasn't that possibility at the time because all he wanted to do was just get a nice tip. And the guy Whoa. said... <laughs> <laughs> did, you give him, did you give him your tip? First off, I didn't give him anything. That wasn't me. I mean, but... I mean, I guess he did get tipped nicely. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. I understand. But uh, it's one of those things. We just got to stop putting people in these little pockets, man. Just yeah, I think, you know... The more and more we listen to what's going on in the news and we, we ignore what's going on in our communities, I think it divides us. It really divides us, and it's a problem. And what it does is it allows us to focus on these issues and continue all the fighting that occurs at the lower level. We need to be concentrating on higher level things like holding these politicians, like your governors, your senators, 
all the way up to the president accountable for their actions. Yeah. And when we're able to do that, that's when change Because I think everything that really goes on at like our level is uh, it's a distraction. I think, you know, they want us to focus on Black Lives Matters types, you know, hashtags. All lives matter, blue lives matter, whatever. Why do we have to do this right now? We said we weren't going to do this right now. You know what? I'm all about the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. I'm tired of people. I mean, all lives matter, man. I mean, I'm tired of people. Here's the thing if all lives matter, if they have a rally, let me know. We can sit there and I'll lock arms with you. We can sing Kumbaya together. We can, can do you? that. But until that, I probably couldn't. Can you sing? But until that happens, we know exactly what that means. The Freddie Gray case, we have uh, all these different issues that happened this past year alone. You know, all these incidents, a South Carolina individual, it was, I believe he was an Air Force veteran. I don't know why he ran from his vehicle, but he, but he did. But I can 100% tell you that it should have not led to this guy being shot in the back so many times, all these other things. And I'm tired of seeing it. So the Black Lives Matter movement is just like, hey, we got to stand up and speak for ourselves. Now, one thing that I can respect is you're talking about the minority minority, because blacks aren't the leading minority anymore. It's my Hispanic brothers and sisters. They are. Hola. So, wow, <laughs> don't do that again. But uh, it's one of those things. You know, we're able to have a voice. We're able to stand up and be like, and be heard and say, listen, we're not going to tolerate this anymore. Now, sometimes this is one thing that bugs me that when we are peaceful and <clears> do so, it doesn't get it doesn't get the same results as when you see young individuals who don't know any other way to express themselves. But through anger. But through anger. And that's you know that's what yeah, that's what the gets focused on, on. Yeah, and that because that's what they're waiting for. It's almost like they're it's like they're being baited into it. And we know who they are. We know all those different media outlets. I'm not going to single them out. Yeah. But we, we don't even want to give are. them exposure on on this show because we don't do know <laughs> you know do how do big it. we're gonna get. It's one of those things, and so um, yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, I I'm down for it. I just I think mean, I mean I think as Americans, you know. All everybody, everybody matters. I mean, it's just a matter of what the the media is focusing on and and saying, you know, these are the victims or whatever. Because every every race has its you know victims, especially today. Everybody wants to be a victim and right. There are other issues outside of this black white deal that's occurring in our states. I tried to give us a pass because I realized that we are a young country. We've been around what two hundred twenty seven, two hundred twenty eight years, something like that. I'm not too sure. Two hundred two hundred plus years. Seventeen seventy six. That one. And uh, so we do have these issues. And, you know, it's more than slavery. You know, it's it's uh, more than civil rights movement. I can remember myself when I was early 80s, the first black baby doll. Man, that baby looked like Chucky when it was burned (laughs) on part one. It's one of those things. I hated Chucky, man. Love Chucky. So it's one of those things that we're still dealing with today. But there's other issues that exist outside of our great country. And it needs to be addressed. And I think with this Black Lives uh, Matter movement, um, it, it could be. It could meet this grand stage. And I, I think it brings attention to the world. You know, I had uh, I was in watching TV with the wife in our country. I don't think the world cares. I mean, sure they do. I, I believe they do. I think they're tired of seeing America being talked about. I don't know. Well, that's just because they're jealous because we're the most powerful country on the planet. Shout out to the rest of the world. Yep. Please keep checking out our podcast, Troll Nation. But yeah. at the same time, 
I we are with we're it. We are the best. I mean, that's traveling around Europe. You meet a variety of people, you know, supporters and people that aren't really too supportive of America's actions in the Middle East or worldwide. They say that we're the bullies. We're the ones that go in there and we ruin everybody's country. Yeah, that's your perception of things. But when it comes down to it, it's like when your country's in trouble, who's the first person you call? You don't call Ghostbusters. You call the good old U.S. of A. You're not calling Libya or Kenya or... Lithuania. It's all the countries you know, Libya, Kenya. Okay, that's yeah. good enough. That's just a true American for you. No, no, I mean. But you're right. You're absolutely right. They call us America because they know we can get things done, and it's not. Um, it's never going to be for free. If you're going to call us for help, we're going to want a piece of something there. That's just how we are as Americans. That's how our country is, and that's that's kind of how you know business deals are done. Yeah, that's how we thrive as a country. Because if we were just to give away our services for free, we wouldn't. Wouldn't our country wouldn't hold so much of a value? Nobody would see America as the land of opportunity and freedom, and they would just be like, "Ah, oh, it's just another country." Like, and I just want to take time to uh, shout out to all my military personnel out there, yeah. Army, Marines, Navy, Air Force, and Coast Guard, who's doing their thing. I really appreciate you guys tuning in to our podcast. And uh, we're definitely praying for you guys. Stay safe, stay strong out there. Yeah, especially during these holidays, you know, sure. being de- being deployed in, you know, some, some shitty places. You might get homesick or you might get uh, a little depressed or you might be thinking about wanting to get out of there, but just stay in just there. Just stay safe. And uh, also, if you guys have anything, any questions that you want to say, because we know in the military you're only allowed to say so many things, send it to us. Yeah. Send it to us at Troll Nation. Uh, uh, we got Facebook, so you can find us on Facebook, uh, Troll Nation. Uh, you can email us at trollnationpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, once again, that's Troll Nation Podcast, one word, at gmail.com. You can find us at Twitter, uh, Troll Nation FM. They didn't have Troll Nation by itself, so uh, we had to get the FM. That's all right. They will soon enough. <clears throat> and you can also always go to our website, which is uh, trollnationpodcast.com, and that'll have news updates, everything uh, that you should you know be tuned into. Uh, we'll have that there, so you can definitely check those places and also submit questions to us if you've got something you want to ask us, or if you got a comment on a previous episode that you want to make. You know, we'd love to hear back from you. Any feedback is, is virtual comment box, baby, and you can remain anonymous. Don't worry, and I'm not afraid to say it. We're not afraid to yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, especially. I mean, so before we get out of here, like I said, this is the first. Kinks and bugs all across the board, but we're definitely happy to be doing this, and we want to be doing this again soon. We're going to try to do this once a week, have new podcasts every Monday. Yeah, We'll go from there. We're definitely looking for good feedback, positive, negative. We have thick skin, so don't worry. You won't offend us. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, say what you got to say. I mean, we've, we've probably got more worse shit to say to it. So I agree, <laughs> unless you're George Washington, because I will fuck him up. But anyway, so <laughs> life story. Oh, yeah. What you got, man? Tell me about you. What, where are you from? Oh. Why am I listening to you? Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm from California. I was born and raised in San Diego. And uh, my parents, I think they raised me pretty well. I stayed out of trouble. I stayed out of jail. Grew up, uh, did some responsible things. <laughs> I don't know if I, should, if, I, if I could discuss them. But, Fair enough. Um, I stayed out of trouble, you know. As, as a person, I, I developed myself. I went to school. Uh, I graduated. Uh, I, have, I have a good job. I've always been employed. I've never had an issue finding a job. Uh, and I've always liked to work hard. And uh, I think a lot of that has, has uh, I guess... I won't say influence, nah, not influence, but I guess that's you know molded me into the person I am today, and I'm you know I'm opinionated, but I will never talk about something that I don't fully know the background of things. Fair enough. Yeah, but good yeah, stuff. So, good I mean, stuff. Good other stuff. Other than that, 
apparently I'm an asshole uh, to most people. Uh, I'm not really that social, you know, and people take that as like, oh, he's a dick. But no, it's like when I get comfortable around a group of people, you know, I'll, I'll open up and I'll talk more. But when it comes to just meeting people off the street or, you know, at a club or wherever, you know, I'm kind of just like, ah, I'll lay back, kick back, chill, and let everybody else do the talking. I might chime in and say what's up, but yeah. It's good stuff. What I mean, about you, man? I'm the opposite of who you just described to me. Yeah. I mean, I really like the attention. I love it. And uh, my wife hates that I love it, but I definitely love it, especially being in here overseas. But just a little about me. I'm from the south side of Chicago, born and raised, single mom, um, you know, got a couple sisters, um, big family, so on and so forth. Decided to make a change in my life uh, when I was a young lad several, several years ago. And uh, why not join the United States Navy, go Navy, beat Army. I saw that last week, by the way. And um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was a good decision for me. Uh, before that, I, I left Chicago, I thought that was it. I thought that was the be all end all, it was the greatest city that I ever came across, even though it's still in my mind. It's one of the best, but it's not the only. And uh, after, over time, I began to travel, got to see all these different places, so on and so forth, got to meet different people and learn that, as I said before, I lived in several countries and I enjoy being over here. So stayed in Europe, got me a super hot woman. I'm sure she'll listen to the podcast one day. So I can say that <laughs> super hot. I love you, babe. Uh, woman, my biggest supporter, biggest fan. And um, yeah, I well. we got to we got to. Make sure that uh, when we talk about these life stories, that uh, we don't say anything to incriminate us from our pasts or or whatever. Yeah, it's true because she will beat me because <laughs> they that, will listen. They will listen. Our they, women will listen. They will listen. <laughs> they will definitely listen. And um, so yeah, guys. I mean, this is this is a first, and uh, we got bumps. And like I said, we just really hope that you guys really like a podcast. Listen again. Give us feedback so we can know how to fine tune from here. But we definitely enjoy doing. Yeah, this. we definitely want to improve as well. And you know, your like we like we said before, your feedback and your uh, suggestions will be will be taken into consideration. And even if it's harsh, you know, we'll take it. Um, oh, but I'm gonna get you back. You better. But yeah, but yeah, but we'll get you. But um, and you know, hopefully in the future, uh, if this thing keeps uh, growing, that uh, we will hold contests and certain things for uh, listeners. You know, good stuff. So once again, I'm Eric Charles. And I'm Carl Allen. And we are Troll Nation. We're out of here, people. See you next week. Peace.